Remember, you can stay up to date on the latest news with the Irish Independent WhatsApp channel. On the latest episode of Real Health with me, Carl Henry, I'm delighted to be joined by cardiologist Dr. Paddy Barrett, chatting all things cardiovascular disease. The way I look at this is that the the two statistics that everyone should really be aware of is cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death globally and in most developed nations, but it's also the most preventable. 90% of it can be prevented at an early stage if you just follow the right steps and formula. So I look at it as a, a scary opportunity. As ever available on all podcast platforms. This is the Rugby World Cup on the left wing. Hello and welcome to the left wing. Well, Ireland 59, Tonga 16. Another bonus point win, eight tries. It is coming up to 1am French time in the morning. <laughs> and we are here in the media centre. Roy O'Connor and Keane Tracy are here with me. That was some performance. Yeah, I, I'm very impressed. Very, very impressed. I'm not, we shouldn't be surprised that this Irish team can impress us. You know, it's 15 wins in a row, the, world, the world's number one side, but I think it just shows their credentials. It, it just reaffirmed their credentials as contenders at this tournament. Um, I thought Tonga played quite well. I thought Tonga challenged them in certain ways, but they just couldn't live with them. They couldn't live with the pace that Ireland played with. They couldn't live with the options that Ireland presented them in attack. They, they defended well at times, but just got shredded by Ireland's you know, the fact that their set piece worked presented so many different options to the attacking game and uh, the range of threats that Ireland bring to the table. There's just not many teams that can live with, with this Ireland team. Now, they're playing one of them next week, but for now, they've opened up the tournament with two wins, 10 points, 20 tries, and they emerged pretty much in skate. The word on Fidley Beelan was pretty positive. Um, so it's almost as if Andy Farrell's writing his own script here at this World Cup. Yeah, I was I was very impressed. Um, I do think we probably need to keep it all in perspective a little bit. Uh, Romania, as we've said all along, were are one of the worst teams in the tournament, and I think you saw the big difference there. I mean, they, it was asked in the press conference afterwards that Tonga just haven't played opposition like this, and this is something we discussed in our video pre-game. I think we saw that lack of cohesion. I mean, they have plenty of star power, plenty of big names. They did ask some questions of the Irish defence at times, but you could just see that they're a team who are just seriously lacking on game time so I think it's been a nice steady um, build into what is a huge game but be under no illusions I mean what's coming next week is is the ultimate test really in rugby but um, after what Ireland have done like Rudd said the winning run that they've put together they've beaten South Africa in November last year um, playing them in the URC I think that gives a different dynamic and everything that we've been saying that we wanted to see Ireland, you know, showing more of their hand. And I think we saw that tonight. I mean, the fact that they scored, I think it was like three tries off the same variation that they've been using over the years, Leinster have been using it, um, was really, really clever. You could just see that they're, they were just outsmarting Tonga as well. And because they are sh- showing so many different pictures, it's so hard for a defence to predict um, where they're coming at. I mean, a brilliant night for Johnny Sexton again. I like, was what just going to say, have we not mentioned Johnny Sexton What a moment. Yet? I mean, it was the fact it came from a try and it, that it was a brilliantly orchestrated try and the moment he had in front of the Irish fans oh, the behind the goal. Was, and yeah, you can see what it meant to Andy Farrell in the, in the press box as well. Like, there is genuine delight in, in what he achieved. He's up to, what is it, 1,090 points now. Um, 
I was asking him afterwards. You asked him afterwards. Yeah, I was asking him if, if Rog had been in touch. Um, interesting answer. He said that um, they're not sure they're on speaking terms after the Champions Cup final. So um, I'm sure he is. And, and Johnny Sexton said that as well. But um, it just added to a really positive night. Um, but like I said, I would kind of keep our feet on, on the ground a little bit. Yeah. But. Yeah, go on. Go on that's yeah. not our job. Yeah. That's not our job. I think that. Like, I think it's, <laughs> you're it's getting believe, carried away, Rod. I need to keep I, your. Just, like, it's time to believe the hype of this Ireland team. Like, what's like, what's they, to keep they, under wraps played, there? They've played. They've played two tier two nations and put points on them. Absolutely. And I know everything that they've done, the Grand Slam. But we've we've been here before in World Cups where we felt that. Whoa, this is going to be the time. I don't think this is the same it's as any of the other World Cups. A, I think yeah. I, I I believe that this Irish team. Like th- there's no guarantees of anything, but they 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 have all the tools to beat the Springboks next week, beat Scotland, and get at least to a final. Like they they are they're building so so well. And it's not just over the course of the last two weeks. I mean, that was the best performance probably since France. The most kind of coherent yeah, performance James they put Wine together said that since tonight. France. He said it's one of their best performances. Uh, like in the I world, thought yeah. they put yeah. together a lot tonight, and I I I do accept that Tonga are not world beaters, but they put six sixty points on them almost. You know, it's not. Like they but should that not be what we expect, though? Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, if you're the world's number one ranked team, you're playing against a tier two nation. Yeah, but when they meet expectations, we should be like, I think no, Irish fans can be excited about it. I don't think I wouldn't be holding back the, the, the hype about this team. I think this team are the real deal, and if they turn up and they play well next week, they they should win. And that is the big, like that is the big test. Like, look, don't get me wrong, I am really like confident and optimistic as well, but I just. Like been burned so many times in the past when it comes to workouts, and I do agree it does feel a bit different. But let's see where they are after next week. You know what I mean? And it is we've spoken about this so often that it's so important that Ireland beats South Africa to avoid playing France in the quarter final. And if that happens, it does really open up. And I fully agree and with it's you. It's not even just the France thing; it's the fact that you're putting loading pressure onto the Scotland game. You're not able to, you know, do any sort of squad management. You're giving yourself a next a day's less preparation for the quarter final. There's so many. Little things it's the the key to everything is beating South Africa next weekend but South Africa you know with Malcolm Marks gone with Eben Etzbeth a, a big doubt you know with the, all the jiggery pokery going on around their squad and who they're going to call up and the doubts about Manny Libok as, as a goal kicking 10 look we weren't talking about them all week but like where Andy Farrell's looking at that going like who do I pick next week we know what his strongest team is arguably but he's getting pressure from Conor Murray was excellent tonight like I don't think he'll start next week but there's a legitimate argument you could make for him to start because he was outstanding tonight you've got Bundyaki in, in, in form like, of his life form of his life tournament best you know like you know Sexton's Ronan you know, Keller, I thought Ronan Keller was superb, sensational. Yeah. They fixed the line out. Like the one big thing that we've all been worried about, like throughout this tournament, they got it right. There was a few hairy ones, but like by and large, they they hit their men. They varied it very well. They called a lot on Ryan and, and, and Omani, but they were generally in different different areas of the pitch. That's something they can build on next week. Look, playing at South Africa again is a different test because they can throw up such an array of options. But I think. They're layering stuff on every week. They've used these two games to build on the warm-up games. They're in a much better place than they were when they arrived in France two weeks ago. Their confidence levels must be very high. It's very special, Like I think, playing in front of an Irish crowd like that. I oh, hope it came across Irish on crowd. TV. Um, yeah, and the French this, crowd, you know, yeah. like the, the whole event was amazing. World Cups are different. It, they are. It was like being in coppers at one stage when I, <laughs> I Will Survive came on. Oh, it was a tremendous atmosphere. What you mentioned there, it's almost like Andy Farrell is writing his own script and you asked him in the press conference, because obviously the talk all week, the risk and reward, you know, about putting out this strong team, and you said, did he feel vindicated? I know he probably played that down and said he didn't, but he absolutely... Oh, he just keeps getting things right, doesn't he? I mean, I, I, does. I questioned it, and I... 
you know, if you'd always be after timing if, if four players had got injured and suddenly you were, you were talking about that tonight you'd be worried about it you know it would have been a, a disaster but that's the job that's why he's paid the big bucks he makes big decisions and he's on a roll he's, all of his big decisions yeah. are coming through coming <laughs> yes. through, and, and he was able to get Sexton off after 40 minutes so like the cotton wool came out and, in and the, the end and the front row I mean with the job done you, you can see why he did what he did and we've been talking about it all obviously week obviously Antike Furlong had to come back yeah, on, yeah. But like that, that was the only kind of thing that wasn't really ideal but momentum is so so key like how often do we see it across the tournament and now Ireland have enormous momentum whereas if they had rotated heavily and they got a scrappy win you'd kind of be trying to pick yourself back up to go again so like, like Wales and France exactly who, yeah, did, yeah, yeah. who did rotate and did what I wanted Ireland to do and, and it didn't backfire for Wales because Wales got over the line but they, they ran aground a bit against Portugal today and then France didn't get a bonus point against Uruguay like, like Ireland like the way they're playing the game as well like they're the way France and South Africa are, are approaching the big games, they're playing Cup Rugby early on, you can see they're taking their points, France were kicking points against Uruguay, like, Ireland, like, they're trying to score in sevens, the philosophy that they bring to the sport, the way they play the game, it's it's breathtaking, like, it, it, I think they're going to win neutrals over the way they're playing at the moment, I mean, they're so good to watch, the tries, the array of tries they scored tonight, the attacking options that Sexton was taking, the Matt Hansen try was magnificent. Oh, like they, they, they're winning friends as well as beating people along the way. I, I think. I mean, the, the French weren't uh, cheering for them a couple of weeks ago, Mayon, and they were. They were. I think the French were, were cheering for Tonga a little bit tonight. But I, I think by the end of it, I heard a couple of French people on the way out really impressed by what Ireland brought to the table. Like they're the great entertainers of this tournament. You know, they're they're like the All Blacks of, of old, and it's, it's. It's so enjoyable watching them, you know. Like it's we're obviously here to work and we're here to to, to to get everything done. But like when you sit back and appreciate what this Irish team do on a weekly basis, the consistent excellence they produce, it's a testament to the amount of work that goes in. Are we convincing you, Keen? Are you getting oh, excited? No, I, yet? Don't get me wrong. I am. Oh, no, the qualifier. Keen's going home. He's, he's I am. <laughs> I am. I am excited. Don't get me wrong. Twenty tries in two games, albeit against the opposite the level of the opposition, which you know I've made my feelings clear. But they also left points out there they tonight. Did. I mean, they got yeah. held up over and the line. Tonight, you know, yeah. and, and two tries chalked off. Yes, yeah. like th- that's the kind of stuff that's going to be not keeping them up at night, but that's the kind of stuff that they're going to be focused on. And look, it does really bode well that if you're able to score that many points in two games and still find loads of holes. So um, I thought it was a big step up um, in quality of opposition, you'd have to say, from Romania to Tonga, but also in this, the stuff that Ireland were doing. I mean, I thought it was interesting in the Romania game. I remember in the first half towards the end that Ireland got a scrum and they just ran a simple play, a one-off carrier with Bundiaki, whereas that was the prime opportunity to run a move. But I think they were still going, no, it's not the time to show it. Whereas tonight, they opened their box of tricks a little bit more and we got a little peek inside without seeing the full thing. And I know Andy Farrell was asked about it again. Yeah. This is the second time in a few weeks he's been asked and he said, yeah, we've got loads up our sleeve. But I I genuinely I, do believe yeah. that there is more up Ireland's sleeve. They, they've got another they got another five-metre tap penalty, which Rob Herring carried. We haven't seen anything from the five-metre tap penalties. And I feel like there's something coming there as well and like Rod touched on when the line out functions you see how much Ireland's attack flows and I'm going to be writing about this tomorrow like just some of the quality of the tries and like you know who's at the heart of it all Johnny Sexton because everyone is in the exact position that they should there was some clever dark art stuff as well and Bundyaki I'm thinking of um, I saw Bundyaki got a nice little block um, for Ty Burns try I think it was first one yeah nice little uh, subtle block which I'm going to be having another look at when I 
get to see the, the, the game back properly but loads of little subtle nuances which I think now they're bringing them out rather than kind of leaving it all to South Africa and thinking okay now we're under pressure to bring it out they're really building nicely into it what makes them great is that they do the boring stuff well as well like the kick game was very good tonight I thought Conor Murray's box kicking was excellent you yeah, know the first try came from that that's it like and, and their, their rook there was a little bit off in the first few minutes and, and like Wayne Barnes was you know he brought the whistle for to use it like he wasn't uh, it was a bit of the Wayne Barnes show it was like above average um, penalty which is no harm for Ireland game. to have to adjust as well you know because I thought they, they did well yeah, they I did. thought they, they didn't lose their, their rag they've lost the rag with the Wayne Barnes before yeah. but they didn't tonight you know they, they rolled with the punches they gave away 13 penalties Peter Romani got a, a yellow card and yet it was Tonga who fell foul in the, in the end they won scrum penalties like they're doing all the basic stuff well, but they're also able to layer on so much. They're, they're at a, it's just an advanced stage of their development. It's it's very impressive. Their, their penalty count was a thirteen in 13, the end. Yeah, like 16, 13, that's yeah. way too high for for Ireland. Obviously, the golden rule is don't go into double digits. But you know what? In hindsight, maybe we could be looking back at a fussy Wayne Barnes, like because he could be refereeing a potential quarter final. You know, so I think it was no harm that they they had another go because obviously he did the the Bayon game as well a few weeks ago. So I think that bodes well as well. Now let's just hear some of the post-match thoughts of Johnny Sexton and Andy Farrell. Well, I would hope we we, we will be better um, because we'll, we'll we'll certainly need to be um, playing against a fantastic side in, in in South Africa. But two two games under the belt is good for us. Um, you know, I, I I felt for Tonga a, a little bit in the sense that they didn't get to play last week and. I think uh, once you got the first game out of the, out of the way, that you, you you find your rhythm better, and it certainly looked like that from from our point of view. Hopefully, that rolls on um, uh, to another level on, on the third week, um, because um, I mean, this is this is what World Cups are all about. Uh, weeks that are coming um, against the reigning world champions, it doesn't really get any better, you know, and. It's one thing for sure. You know that the Irish are going to turn up and enjoy it as well. Uh, so it's a fantastic week to look forward to. I was just happy to, to score the try. Um, I think if you, one of the lads said it to me under the post, and um, I actually thought I might have got it on the kick before. But um, look, I, I, I think it's, it's something when you retire and you finish, you can look back on and, and be very proud. I think... Uh, my little boy will be over the moon. He was talking about it uh, during the week and um, probably means more to him. Um, he'll chase it down now. Um, and so the other tens, you know, it's there to be broken now and um, I'm sure some young guys will be will be eyeing it up. And uh, look, I'm very proud to, to, to do it, but tonight was more about uh, getting the win and, and moving on to what's such a massive game now uh, this week. Uh, Keen Tracy, Irish independent. Johnny, uh, just a couple of quick ones. Has Raj been in touch at all, or was he in touch during the week or even afterwards? Sir? I haven't checked my phone yet. Do you think he is? <laughs> I have no idea. I'd have to ask him. Um, not sure we're talking to each other after the European Cup final. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's. Uh, I'm, I'm sure he will. So we've a really quiet week ahead, don't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's building nicely. The so the World Cup starts here. It kind of does, you know. <laughs> yeah. you look, everyone's been. How, how, when was the draw made? Three years ago. So this fixture has been circled on the calendar Absolutely. for everyone for yeah. for South Africa. All the kind of little things that they've been doing behind the scenes, whether it's capturing John Klein back or you know maybe having a little bit of influence in Johnny Sexton getting a two month ban before the World Cup or. Um, 
like all the different things that Razzie Rasmus and Jack Neenarber have put into place, the planning that Ireland have put in, it all comes down to this one fixture that will define, I think, the course of Ireland's World Cup. And it will be fascinating because there are characters on both sides. There, I don't think, is a lot of love lost. We've noticed that Africans really well because the influence they have through the URC, through the fact that, you know, Orgy Steinman and John Klein both play at Munster and Nina is coming back to Leinster next year and Erasmus is being linked with the RFU job. Um, you know, there's so much going on around what's, this fixture. What's he going to come out with or will he come out with anything directly? I don't know if they will. I don't know if he will. I was, I was thinking that. Um, he's certainly not going to call them big softies again, which I know he rode hmm. back on from the 2019 <laughs> World Cup, but I'm definitely going to be bringing that back up again this week. But it is. It's fascinating. Like, I mean, they could throw a grenade in, but I think there will be... Seven months bit. Yeah, I... I wonder if they will. Do you think? I mean, we have a whole week to get into the bench. Like, will Ireland try and... That's what makes it so fascinating because they are, like, all the the mad stuff that they do as well as being the toughest, biggest, baddest bunch of hombres in the the game. It's, It's... it's the ultimate test playing South Africa. We never played Ireland. Have never played South Africa at a World Cup. This is the big. If they beat South Africa, I think it will be the biggest win in Ireland's World Cup history. You know, regardless of how it happens, it is enormous. And I'm really looking forward. I've been looking forward to this for months and years at this stage. And, and like we can now roll into it. Ireland make their way back to tour tomorrow. They down day on Monday. South Africa. I think they're naming their team on Thursday. So they're, which they're, is unusual. You think you might, they're supposed you think you might bring, to. Bring they're, they yeah, normally do. They normally do. Yeah. And I would think they will double down on that this week by, by showing their hand because that's just what they do. But you know it's what? I think turnaround though. So it might, yeah, it might be a factor. Possibly. Yeah. But like no matter what South Africa do, like I mean, if you think Andy Farrell is going to be having sleepless nights about their traffic light system or will they go with a seven-month split on the bench, I just don't think he's going to be got genuinely caught up in any of that. I don't think the, anyone in the Irish squad is going to be caught up with that I think in the past maybe you know you were kind of overthinking things a little bit whereas now it's just all about Ireland and what they can do because you can be sure the Springboks are going to be worried about what they throw at them yeah absolutely I think it's time to go lads we're going well, to get kicked I'd, out I drive into Bordeaux in the morning to, to see Bordeaux. South Africa and Romania me and my <laughs> mosquito bites <laughs> oh the mosquito bites yeah, yeah everyone in the press box is riddled with mosquito bites it's the the, the, the sun or For the heat gave way and the mosquitoes have invaded it's uh, and I actually think they weren't in tour you know I, I have actually only really felt it in Bordeaux last weekend get and us back to Nantes. tour the, the yeah. sanctuary yeah. that is tour back to home yes. it feels like home <laughs> I don't buy Bordeaux so we'll have we'll, I'll yeah. see the spring box at close hand tomorrow Great. hopefully get a couple of a couple of uh, stuff things up on the website and we roll on yeah and we hear, hear all about it on Monday's podcast when we're back again Rory and Keane thanks a million for that and thanks Cheers for listening thank you listen and follow the left wing wherever you get your podcasts